Hoopercast morning show. It's Thursday. We're almost there. Uh, hell, this is my only, it's my last day of work this week because I'm off work tomorrow for stuff. One of those things is actually to see It Chapter 2. Pretty excited. I'm going to see that in like the middle of the damn day so uh, so that I won't get scared. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Um, that is the only time I can get out and see movies sometimes. And uh, It might be the last film I get to see in theaters this year, so I'm looking forward to spending time tomorrow <clears throat> doing that. So by the time you hear the Hoopercast movie hour uh, tomorrow, I may already be in the theater watching It Chapter 2, and then we'll talk about it uh, the week after or a week after that. Depends on what I feel like doing. Anyway, uh, yeah, good morning. Um, woo! <clears throat> it's a, it's, like I said, it's been a short week, but it's been a tough week. I'm not talking too articulately. Because I'm still waking up. Uh, I've been awake for about 90 minutes. And I'm still... Uh, still not... Still can't... I can feel the part of my brain that's not awake yet. Like in the very front... The, the front... I can feel my speech not being all the way on. I have to hit it like a Fonz in the jukebox. Get it to work. Just a couple of articles I thought were kind of cool um, that I wanted to share this morning. There's one on IndieWire uh, about Brad Pitt um, planning to step back even further from acting, uh, even though he's doing really well right now, critically, um, with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and this movie Ad Astra is getting a lot of praise. Um, and Brad Pitt's already been kind of like stepping back from acting, you know, as much as he was in like the early to mid 2000s because. He's got a bunch more balls in the air. He's got a production company. Um, you know, he has a bunch of kids with Angelina Jolie. And when they were together, they used to, uh, like, trade off. Like, someone would do a movie one year, and then the other person would go with them and, like, handle the kids. And then someone would do a movie the following year, and the other person would go with them and handle the kids. Which seems like it worked. <clears throat> Maybe it didn't. I don't know. I guess that fell apart, but that was probably about other stuff. Anyways, um, the article is, says uh, he. Well, it's, it's referencing a New York Times, a New York Times interview, um, and uh, says the actor calls the current acting landscape a younger man's game, which is kind of tough to hear Brad Pitt say that. Just because one, it's a harsh truth that we you'd love to not believe. But, it, you know, here he is telling you it is that way. Um, two, because, you know, Brad Pitt's still ridiculously handsome and charismatic. And you'd think he'd be kind of immune to ageism in Hollywood, but he's not um, in that way. Um, and he could also be referencing the amount of energy it takes to, to do some of these films and to do all the press and to do all the traveling, like... You know, maybe he's thinking like he's getting kind of long in the tooth for all the hustle and bustle of this business, which I can understand that. Um, and also, at three, because it's hard to hear Brad Pitt refer to other people as the, as the younger man. He was the young, hot star in Hollywood. Hot, like, you know, physically attractive dude, but like hot, like in terms of he's going somewhere. He's going places. It's weird to hear him refer to himself as not that because it makes me feel old you know 
Um, says that he does not have any plans on starring in an abundance of new movies. Um, he says, quote, it'll be fewer and farther in between for me just because I have other things I want to do now, Pitt said. Would you feel like you finally got your arms around something, then it's time to go get your arms around something else. Uh, <clears throat> the New York Times notes that Pitt has become interested in sculpting and landscaping over the years, plus there's his role as a prolific Hollywood producer with his Plan B Entertainment Production Company. Uh, Plan B has helped produce three Oscar winners for Best Picture, 12 Years a Slave, um, Moonlight, and The Departed. The company's films also include The Lost City of Z, Okja, Selma, Beautiful Boy, and The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Um, let's see. He's already stepped back from acting over the past decade. Prior to 2019, Pitt's last starring role came in 2017 as the lead in David Michaud's War Machine. The Netflix release was largely ignored by critics and audiences, while Pitt's 2016 movie Allied and 2015 effort by the Sea suffered similar fates. Pitt is going through something of a critical comeback thanks to Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, in which he's being viewed as a lock for Best Supporting Actor Oscar nominations, and James Gray's Ad Astra, which launched to critical acclaim at the Venice Film Festival. Um, many fans have been hoping his resurgence uh, would convince the actor to appear more frequently in movies, but that doesn't seem to be the case. Pitt's comment about acting even less uh, than he already does means moviegoers will have to cherish 2019 for its double dose of the actor Hollywood continues to play in theaters nationwide while Ad Astra opens September 20th at Fox Disney. Um, yeah, um, I, uh, I I love when actors and people like in this industry branch out and remember to keep balls in the air. It's like they start out doing everything possible. They learn everything. They do everything. They take a lot of roles. They, they, they develop a, lot, a wide, res, wide set of skills. And they really hit it big. And they get to showcase all this. They got to ride off it for 10 or 20 years, whoever it is. At some point, you start aging out of roles. You start, um, I don't know, you start wanting to do other things. And then, you re- and then you realize to survive in this business and or just be happy as an artist, you need to have, you need to know how to do other things. Because acting is, it's based on talent, but the roles are based on age. And by the time that happens to you, you may be ill-prepared to survive in the entertainment at all. And then what are you going to do from, you know, the, the last 40 years of your career? You gotta do other stuff. You gotta produce stuff. Make it easier, for, you know. Pave a way for the other for the new talent, or find a way to get a talk show, or a, or a radio show, or a podcast, or write or direct or something. Um, for him, it's a it's producing, and um, sorry, uh, it's for, for it's producing, but yeah, lands yeah, there it is, landscaping and. Where the other word? Hold on a second. Landscaping and sculpting. Sculpting is a weird one. I've never heard an actor go for sculpting before. Um, that's someone who just wants to create some art. Sometimes it's really a lot simpler just to do it that way. Uh, so good for Brad Pitt um, for his perspective. Um, despite his success, he's not uh, seduced by it. Um, there's another article. I'm not going to read from it, uh, but I, you should go check it out on the um, on the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, she did a, uh, Scarlett Johansson did a, a big interview with them. Um, and I read it yesterday and it's really good. Um, so you should go check that out. It's called, um, 
The Season of Scarlett Johansson, Two Hot Films, Her Marvel Future, Woody Allen, and A Pick for President. Um, and it's all centered mostly around this um, upcoming Netflix film, uh, Marriage Story, um, with um, Adam Driver. It looks really good and scary because it's about, you know, it's one of those character studies of a, of a failing marriage, and that's going to be tough to watch for anybody, but especially married people. There's also Jojo Rabbit, Taika Waititi's uh, satire. I can't, I do want to see that. Uh, and then, you know, the Black Widow movie next year. Um, but, you know, it's mainly sort of fronting for those two things. Um, but it's a great interview. Um, I really like Scarlett Johansson. Um, you know, I've always noticed her. Uh, God, what's the first thing I saw her in? It might have been the perfect score, um, which was like a 2001 film well, with Chris Evans, actually. Um, if you've never seen the perfect score, it's actually a pretty good movie. It's about uh, a bunch of high schoolers who, 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 um, let's see, I guess it's, it's like a heist movie. It's a bunch of high schoolers who figure out how to steal the scores of the SAT because they're worried they're not going to get into a good college or something. Um, and it's like a bunch of misfits and it's, it's a really good movie. And that might've been one of the first things I saw her in. Um, I think a lot of people probably saw the horse whisperer in 1998 with, uh, Robert Redford, uh, with her. Um, I'm sure a lot of people lost in translation might've been, I mean, that was her breakout role for critically. Um, and then, yeah, I, I saw her just here and there. I just, um, yeah, I, I, and I would recognize her name from credits because that was at least before I was like looking up people's names on the internet. Uh, so there was the perfect score. I think maybe the island, the Michael Bay movie, which I think was oh three. Yeah, and then like around two thousand four, two thousand five, she started doing other things that I um, that I would notice. And then before you know it, she's an Iron Man too. Um, and then the rest is history. Um, but she was doing so many um, great movies and and, uh, and 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 interesting roles, and she's so. I mean, she's she's a beautiful person. She's a beautiful woman. She seems very very cool, and she's insanely talented. Um, I've spoken many times on this podcast about how much I was impressed with. Um, the amount of dedication physically that she put into the Black Widow role, the, all this, all the stunt work she wanted to do, um, which you know immediately defined her as like just not some face of a character, like somebody who wanted to do as much of the dirty work as insurance would allow her to do, um, which is always great. Um, and I, I just think, in, on a dramatic scale, she's she's a great and, um, underutilized actress. I mean, she's great in the Marvel movies, but there's a lot of times where I look at her and I'm like, wow, I've seen her do stuff. I mean, like she, I love, I love the Black Widow role, but like, I'm hoping they get to showcase a, a wider range of her talents and her emotional range in this solo film, because, you know, it hasn't been showcased that much in the Marvel movies. Scarlett Johansson's insanely talented and they're sitting on a gold mine with her, um, in terms of her acting chops. Um, but, uh, 
So hopefully it's clear that I'm a fan of hers. Um, I will check out Marriage Story. I will check out Jojo Rabbit. Scarlett Johansson is what, The Prestige, 2005. That's what I was thinking of. Prestige that she was in. Um, sorry. Scarlett Johansson is one of those actors who, if they appear in a project, I'm more likely to see it. And other people are too. She's like the the world's highest grossing actress right now. I think she's the third highest grossing actor ever when it comes to box office draw. It's, it's, it's the stats are somewhere in this article. Um, Scarlett Johansson puts asses in seats. Um, and I'm sure that there's a decent amount of people who just think she's hot and they want to go see this hot woman in this movie. You know, uh, whatever. I mean, I don't think the studio really cares that that's, I mean, and maybe she doesn't care. You know, I think as years go by and uh, studios or at least seem to be marketing less on strictly physical attributes of actresses, um, like the Bad Boys for Life trailer dropped yesterday and I was looking at it and I was like, huh, I don't notice any women in swimsuits. And it's, you know, in this Michael Bay film, in this Bad Boys film, it's, you know, I just thought it was kind of interesting, like, oh, it, we really are moving away from that. That's kind of cool. So, like, it's it's going to be good to watch her perform these movies just because I've just been watching her as one character for so long. Um, and like I said, she's she's really talented. So the, the, the interview is great. Um, it really showcases her personality. I'm impressed with her um, non-reactionist um, state of mind to a lot of things that I see other Hollywood people reacting to knee-jerk and that she doesn't do that. Um, I appreciate her, um, at least in this interview, her, the non-divisiveness of her rhetoric. Um, it's clear that she believes in things, um, but that's not like the forefront of her personality. That's not what she wants to be known for is having these social or political opinions. She wants to be known for her work. And, um, and I really respect that. I respect that a lot. Um, I didn't realize how close we were in age. I'm 30. Uh, she's 34. I, I, I guess I didn't think she was older, I guess, you know, especially when you're a kid and you've been, I mean, I've been following her since I was, you know, a young teen and, you never think of these people as your age or younger than you or whatever. Like they always seem larger than life. And even though if you were to say like, Oh, how old do you think Scarlett Johansson is right now? Go. I'd be like, uh, you know, 35, 30, you know, 37. Like you would just think like, Oh, they're not close to my age. And you know, maybe she's not in the grand scheme of things, but you think it's like, wow, she's 34 years old. Like look how successful she is. And look at how many years on her career she has still to go. And, you just think, wow, and and the depressing part, the depressed person will sit there and think like, oh my god, I've achieved nothing. I, I'm a middle manager of this blah blah blah, or I still work at this the blah blah blah. Um, but I sort of think that that's exciting. I just I think about it for a second. I'm like, wow, you know, the older I get, the more I want to just meet these people just to talk to them about like, wow. So like, how do you handle all this? Like, do you just want to retreat sometimes and just do your own thing and you think about, you put yourself in their shoes for a minute. You go, wow, like if I was, I mean, I'm, I'm sure in the next four years, I won't gain like a crap load of wisdom where I figure everything out. Although this past couple of years, I've had a lot of personal growth. I think I've grown a lot. 
from from 28 to 30. Um, I really, really think I've got leaps and bounds ahead. I'm a way different person than I was two years ago. Um, but you still wonder, like, like, look at these people, these young professionals still, you know, I mean, that's what I'd call someone like her, a young professional. And, um, I mean, she's a seasoned professional. She's been in the business for, you know, 25 years, 30 years. But, like, I would want to ask people like her, I mean, you're you're not even 35 yet. Like, how has this business changed you? What do you feel like it's sort of robbed you of? you know, in your adult years? Like, do you think it's robbed you of the ability to make this mistake or that mistake? Or do you think it's been great? Or what, what is it? Like, do you, are you, like, I just, I, I, it, interviews like this really bring out the personality in the person and in a person who maybe you thought was one thing and they're not, or you thought, um, was just this one talent and they're not. Um, so I, I recommend the article a lot. Um, I already had a lot of respect for Scarlett Johansson. That's why I clicked on the article. I wanted to read things that she had to say. I wanted to, you know, when the writers describe where they're sitting, like what she's wearing, what, um, you know, what, you know, some offbeat comment about her dad or something. Like, I like stuff like that because I like to get to know the person. I have a desire to get to know the person and not in like a gossip column. And I think we're moving away from that too. But I like these sit down interviews where a writer actually like asked good questions, you know, told, you know, helped frame the story around the quote she said and not like, you know, digging into too much that didn't have to do with anything or whatever. Like I, I appreciated the way this article was written. So let me give a shout out to who's the writer of this article who wrote this. Um, is it Zoe McConnell? No, sorry. that's the photo. Rebecca Keegan at the Hollywood reporter. So good on Rebecca Keegan. Um, this is a well-written piece and, uh, it showcases a talented artist and, um, and, you know, and there's, and, and her success, um, but also her humanity. So I think that's cool. Check that out. Oh my God. I've been talking for 19 minutes. Wow. I'm going to go <laughs> talking about Brad Pitt and Scarlett Johansson. I'm like a schoolgirl. All right. I'll see you guys, uh, on the Hoopercast movie hour tomorrow. Uh, have a good Thursday and even better Friday. And, uh, I'll see ya. Uh, on Monday on the morning show.